Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, Are you ready to play the game of life? Today I'm bringing the subject on playing the game of life. It kind of maybe sounds silly. However, I found that it is the hardest thing to play. I mean, what I mean by hardest in the sense that life should not be that complicated, but somehow we make it so. And I'm here today to share 10 years of my experience and wisdom, and hopefully it helps you along the way. I'm going to start by asking you the first question is, are you really, truly ready to play the game of life? Especially when it's about your own game. I say this because being ready is something that means that you prepared for quite some times. Before anything, I want to explain what I mean by the game of life. To me, it means that you are in a place where you love and live your life knowing who you are. You know what you want and you're willing to go after it. You know how to leverage and create resources around you. And at the same time, you help others achieving their own success. You are not afraid to stand up for what you believe and you are really enjoying the journey and living it as well, not just mentally, but also physically. You don't feel like you are being deprived of anything. You are in short aware and you welcome experiences. To play the game of life, to feel fulfilled in short and to be into that state of being where everything is just is and you make the best of what comes up, it requires preparation. It doesn't happen overnight because it's a process, it's a journey. What happens in between that, in, in my case, that 10 years and maybe some other people might arrive there sooner. For me, it took me 10 years. It took me a long time because I had to shift from blame and shame to willing to look inward and realize that, oh, if I'm not getting the result I'm seeking, that means that I have to look inwards and fix certain things that I'm not doing right for myself. I had to become responsible for my outcomes. You know, To be okay in that space, I had to be willing to make healthy, conscious decisions. The cool thing is, I paid attention and took the time to listen in. Now, I'm going to be frank with you. It did not come easy. I remember working with my coach and she would say, Nadia, you've got to breathe right now. You've got to go within. And I would say, I don't want to stop. I don't want to. And she would insist with all the caring of a coach, you know, she would insist. She would say, Nadia, it's time to go in and be in the stillness. I'm saying this today because, well, I'm at the place where, since I'm sharing my experiences, I want you to know that what I'm saying is I lived it and I know it's not easy. However, it is rewarding because what you get to experience on the other side is joy, bliss, and fun basically the steps to be able to play the game of life is to know what you want in life. So you have to be definite. What do you truly want? 
Sometimes, and I started this way, I didn't quite know what I wanted, but I knew what I did not want. And that's a start. But then again, I needed a degree of consciousness to realize what I no longer wanted and be willing to say, I want to create something new. And I'm not sure how it looks like, but I know how it would feel like, meaning that it would feel where I'm at peace with myself instead of feeling drained and tired all the time. I had to learn to embrace my strength, but first I had to learn to know what were my strengths. And that is challenging. Oftentimes I would seek other people's opinion to tell me what they see in me. And it's okay because the world is not men, it's not designed for us to work in a vacuum. We are meant to co-collaborate together. And there are certain things that we do so naturally without realizing we're doing it so well because we've done it all our life that it's oftentimes much easier when somebody else is saying, hey, this is a talent of yours and I think you should embrace that. Then the next step, of course, is to be willing to be a student of life. You know, you never get it right the first time. It never necessarily manifests exactly the way you want it on the first go. Being patient is a requirement to be able to play the game of life. You have to have an open mind and be willing to learn from your mistakes without judgment. Because your mistakes mixed with an open mind will lead to wisdom. And you know what? Wisdom is priceless because you cannot buy, steal it. You cannot take it from somebody else. Although you can hear somebody else's message until the information is adduced from within you through your experiences, that is when true learning comes through. We have been conditioned for years, perhaps even centuries, to believe that mistakes are bad. We've learned to be ashamed of our mistakes. And if it's the case for you right now, what I'm inviting you, because it's a very challenging place to shift overnight, it is to give, well, first of all, give yourself some time. Also, just pay attention to why is it that it feels a shame for you? This is a, a clue to know how to fix the root cause. Oftentimes, it's either a parent or a school teacher that made us feel maybe ridiculed or, or told us that we were stupid or something like this. And these things that happened to us as a child have been registered in our mind as very tragic. Sometimes these things create trauma and it's where we are stuck. This is where the root cause is. The thing is that we have forgotten about it, except that our inner child still remembers. So the adult has forgotten, and yet it's the inner child that runs the programming. So that means that you're making decision as a five-year-old who was traumatized. This thing, what happened over time is that it, as it runs your life, it also does not help you to make clear conscious decisions. And over time, as it adds up, you stop creating a facade, you're you, you creating a protection, a barrier that prevents you from being hurt or that somebody find out that you made a mistake, except that you know inside your heart 
that something is not congruent. It's one thing to pretend to your people around you, your friends and family. It's something else when you're deceiving yourself. What they will do is over time, it feels heavy because you always have to unconsciously watch what you say and do because you never know you might get found out and that means that somebody find out you made a mistake and it goes in circle. The price you get to pay is that you're not finding true life fulfillment. To truly play the game of life, you also need to lead with a heart, following the golden rules. The golden rules is basically to treat others as you wish to be treated. Because at the end of the day, you're going to reap what you sow. This means that if you create drama, you will be surrounded by drama. And if you create happiness or if you create good rapport with other people, then you're going to have the same outcome coming your way. Leading with your heart is a must if you want to play the game of life because, you know, just being in your head, meaning let's just say, for example, that you want wealth, like you're driven by the amount of money that you earn, but the heart is not there. Over time, you may omit to follow the golden rules and start treating other people, not necessarily the way you want to be treated, just because you can make a buck or make more money by cutting corners or cutting people's relationship. Just remember that you will always reap what you sow. This is nature's law, by the way. Cause and effect. For any outcome, there's a cause. It takes a lot of openness to be able to be honest with yourself. And that is another aspect that is really important in how to play the game of life is to be honest with yourself. If you are not honest with yourself, first of all, you will not be honest with others. So you will come across as bullshitting. You know, it's, it's so easy to see someone, I mean, even you, let's face it, even you can see someone who's bullshitting. And how does that make you feel when you come across someone who is pretending? Well, that is why being authentic is important. And it's important not for the others, but for you. Because if you're not able to be authentic with yourself, how can you be in alignment with your wants and needs? At the end of the day, it is your life. And it's up to you. You are the judge and the player of that same game. You decide your rules. You decide what you want. Now, you might say, wait a minute, Nadia. It's not my fault. I don't have a choice. I have to go. And you have all these situation. And I get what you're saying because I've been into this situation for years. The thing is, a lot of it has to do with your state of mind, way more than the actual thing that is happening in your life. Happiness, feeling fulfilled, and all these things starts in your thoughts. It's immaterial if you have the money or not. You can change your thoughts, you can change your pattern, you can change your habits without the requirement of money. You are entitled to decide what you want to think. 
And nobody can stop you from doing that. Another thing that I've learned about how to play the game of life, and this is a very personal opinion of mine, is that it boils down to a spiritual awakening. It starts with being connected with the Holy Spirit. For me, I found that there were times where I had no other place to turn but to turn towards God. And I now feel that this journey has everything to do with seeking spiritual awakening. We are one with the Holy Spirit. And until that is felt, not necessarily seen, but felt, there's always going to be a disconnect somewhere. So the Holy Spirit is what connects you to that unconditional love. And it brings forth that self-esteem and self-confidence. And these things are very important to feel like you can play your game the best of your abilities. The biggest challenge is to letting go of your inner dialogue that leads you to retreat into safety rather than doing what you love doing most. This is a biggie because so many will hide behind excuses instead of saying, I'm going to do what I love doing best. And yes, this is not acquired overnight. I know it took me 10 years to get to that place. I know exactly how it feels. But believe me, the sooner you release any attachment to what the ego wants and lean in into the unknown from a place of faith and belief, the sooner that you will get into doing more what you love and do less of what you don't like. Now, another thing that is important in playing the game of life is to have a pleasing personality. It's the only way that you can build alliances. And oftentimes, before money comes, you need alliance. Just remember, all the people that we know today that are successful, we know them by name because they always mention. They started at the beginning just like we do. How they build their wealth was they had to ally themselves with someone else. A pleasing personality will always have more weight than money because it's everlasting. You're pleasant, you build connection, you build trust and loyalty. When you are in trouble, it's easy to find people that will help you out. Imagine for a moment that you use money as a means to get people to do your bidding. But what happens when you run out of the money? So when you run out of money and you pick up the phone and you're looking for people to help you, if you build a relationship on trust and integrity and fairness, when you call these people up, they will more inclined to help you than if you only build a relationship on how much money you have and could give. The game of life is really all about you and your choices. What you truly want of life, are you willing to go after it? And how are you going to develop the resource that does not even require money, that it requires a decision? Like, for example, having a pleasing personality, making sure that you work in collaboration with one another and to exchange 
as in meaning like not to expect to always receive, but it, that it's a give and receive. And another aspect I want to bring up is, and especially with women, is that we oftentimes give more than we want to receive. It's almost as if we have been conditioned that receiving is a bad thing. But just remember that energy is meant to be shared as in if you, we look at the battery, a car battery, there's a plus and a minus. And there's a reason as to why we have this synergy between the plus and the minus. It's an exchange. You exchange energy. The point is that I want you to see that receiving is a beautiful thing. It is not to feel greedy or anything. If we shut our mind from the beginning, believing that we do not deserve to receive, we will never receive. And that is not playing the game of life. So be open to receive as much as you are open to give. It's all up to you. Your choices will determine your outcomes. I hope this episode was helpful. I thank you so much for listening. If you feel that this episode can help a friend, please share it. And stay safe and healthy and have a fabulous day. Are you feeling stuck, unsupported and unhappy? How about pressing reset on your past and invite newness in your life by joining a Mastermind Alliance, where together we will create your future reality. Living in the unknown is not easy, however essential to break free from your past. And this is why I am offering this opportunity to connect by scheduling a free 30-minute consultation. Simply type on your web browser bit.ly forward slash call Nadia and choose a date that will work best with your schedule. And I look forward to talking with you soon.